This is Agatha Brewer, and you're listening to the Intentional Solopreneur Podcast, the show about how to launch and grow a successful service-based business. In each episode, I show you how to build a business on purpose, one that lights you up, keeps you inspired, and helps you make a bigger impact on the world. I share both marketing strategy and my best mindset tips to help you get the clarity and confidence you need to succeed as a new business owner. Hi, everyone. So today I wanted to talk about your customer journey and why it's important to understand how people find you, uh, what journey you take them on through your content, your website, and what that looks like um, so that you can actually uh, find clients faster and uh, make sure that you're providing the right information for them to Uh, make a good decision on whether or not to work with you. So I wanted to talk about this um, because it's not something that every new entrepreneur thinks about. Um, When I work with new entrepreneurs, I think some of them have this um, belief maybe or misconception that uh, one piece of content that they create or one page on their uh, website or one thing they do is what's going to bring them clients. And it doesn't work that way in marketing. It's actually a collection of things you do um, or of marketing strategies that you execute that actually bring you clients because clients are people (laughs) and people take some time to make a important buying decision. So If somebody is researching you, they don't necessarily just look at one social post that you've done, or they don't necessarily just read your homepage. You know, they go to the different pages. They maybe um, research you in other ways outside of just your website, if you've created content outside of your website. So it's like a number of interactions that people have to have with you before they make a purchase decision, which means, you know, before they decide to become your client. And even they may have to get on a call with you, like do a a consultation with you before that really solidifies the deal. So you have to keep that in mind when you're creating content. And it's actually a good thing because it means that um, there's a little bit less pressure for each content piece that you create, you know, because it's the people who are coming to you are seeing you kind of in a holistic view or they're seeing your full package as in all the things that you've created. And they're looking at that instead of just one thing you've done. Um, So it takes the pressure off a little bit. And of course, there's things you can do to make this buying process a little bit shorter. You can host an event, for example, or do something in person um, or even online where people really learn more about you in a shortened time frame. But typically in online marketing, you're going to be in multiple places. You're going to be on your website. You'll have information there. You may have also been on some podcasts or done some guest speaking or written some guest blog posts. So people can find you that way too. Um, So keep that in mind. And so I'll start off with a little bit of a fun analogy (laughs) Uh, and something that happened recently to me. So you can see how this kind of works. 
So I went away for the weekend and I was gone for three days. Uh, I like to take some time off uh, once in a while. I was camping with some friends. I, you know, purposely shut my phone off so that I don't have to uh, get any notifications or respond to emails or do anything related to work so that I can really unplug. And what was really cool this time after I came back from camping Um, I went out to my garden that I had, uh, prepared, uh, right before I left, I made sure that everything was watered. I tied up my tomatoes that were, you know, it's the end of the season. It's September now. Um, but I still have like a second round of tomatoes that are growing. Um, and I just made sure my plants, you know, were good before I left, but nobody came over to help me out while I was gone. And when I came back, there were three beautiful tomatoes just sitting there waiting to be harvested, ready for me. And I have two peppers that are almost ready to be picked and a lot of other things that are growing right now that I'm going to see produce soon. And so why am I talking about my garden? Well, first of all, it's something that I love to do. But secondly, those tomatoes, those plants that are ready to go right now, I didn't just plant those three days ago, you know, I planted them way back early in the season, probably April, if I remember right, and I nurtured them throughout that time. And you can look at this as basically the pieces of your marketing that you've created over time. And so back in April, I did, you know, all the things I needed to do to get my seedlings ready that I had started inside even earlier, a few weeks earlier. And I, you know, nourished them. I added some nutrients to the soil. I watered them and I continued to do that. And that's kind of how you have to look at your content machine, you can call it, or content engine is another word people use in marketing, where you create this content. And over time, it has this kind of multiplying effect. So even if you're away, like I was this weekend, completely unplugged uh, from technology, from the online world, you can still come back and have the fruits of your effort appear. So in my example, these tomatoes and these peppers that are about to turn. So that's how you have to start looking at everything that you're creating in your marketing. And basically everything comes together to uh, turn into clients. And I'll give you another example. So just last week, I signed a new client. And that client came to me from uh, search engine optimization. Or, you know, she came to me from search. So that means she typed in something uh, related to business coaching, a topic related to business coaching, and she found my website. And to me, that was super exciting because my website is like less than two years old. And that means that the content that I've created on my site and also content out there on, uh, you know, uh, in the online world. So outside of my website, maybe blogs that I've done or podcasts I've been on, that stuff is working for me. And, you know, I haven't even created that many blog posts, to be honest. Um, So that means like my site is now ranking high enough uh, in Google and other search engines that people are finding it when they search for business coaching or a related topic. 
And so, you know, the effort that I've put into that over time is paying off, which is super cool because that means I don't have to spend money on ads, for example, um, to get my business in front of people. And business coaching is like a very competitive uh, topic. You know, um, there are business coaches who are way ahead of me, who have many, many, many years of experience and they can spend money on, you know, an SEO person, for example, or an agency to help them with that. You know, I'm doing this on my own. Uh, so the fact that my site even ranked on something is pretty cool to me. And so that's like your end goal is like why you're creating content on your website in the first place is so that uh, people can find you and they can find your content, which then links back to your site. But also, you know, somebody may search a term and find something that you've created um, on another website. So, for example, a guest blog post, which I've done multiple of those. So, you know, you can create content on your website, but you can even create content in other places, too, so that when people are searching, they find that. And then they link back to your site if you've done it right, you know, and if you have a call to action that goes to your website. So I just wanted to give you that example of, you know, kind of my customer journey and why it's important to think about that. And when people uh, search for what you do and find something of yours, like I said before, it they don't just consume one piece of content if they're serious, you know, if they really want to work with someone like you and they know that um, they're just kind of looking for the right fit. So they will go and look through your website. They will go and look through a lot of the content that you create. And once they do that, there's actually a well-known uh, marketing stat out there that basically people have to have seven interactions with you or more um, to trust you enough to want to work with you. So think about that for you in your content. Do you have seven really awesome pieces of content that you've created? And when I say content, it doesn't have to be like a guide or a PDF or a download or something like that. It could be a blog post because basically you're providing value in that blog post. So don't get scared thinking that you have to create seven new pieces of content, which, you know, I probably have, <laughs> uh, but you know, it can be smaller pieces of content or even a social post where you share some value. And you can think of it this way in, in marketing, there's a concept called a funnel. So basically at the top of the funnel is your entire audience and the people who are what's known as prospects or leads, um, where they maybe took one action that was, um, related to your content. So maybe they, downloaded something that you created and gave you their email address. So you could consider them a prospect or a lead. And then as you move them further down into the funnel, they become more qualified and eventually they become your customer. But in order for them to move down that funnel, they need to continue consuming your content. So what I mean by that is maybe you got their email address and then you sent them a follow-up email or a series of emails. So those emails are acting as your qualification or your nurturing to help them get to know you even better, to learn more about your services, to where you can actually provide more value, that kind of thing. So um, it, the, again, I'll mention a marketing model out there. It's called ADA. So it's basically awareness, interest, desire, and action. And that's around copywriting. Uh, that's what it was created for. Um, but it applies to 
a funnel as well. So first you're building awareness, then you're building some interest, then you're building desire, and then finally you want people to take action. So think of your content that way. And I think one way you can actually start to measure this um, is to just start asking people where they found you when they contact you. And you can do this like in person on a call or, you know, obviously you can do that online uh, when you're having a call with someone on Zoom or whatever tool you use. Or you can do it in your application form or however you basically vet people before you start working with them. And just collecting that little piece of information will help you understand what marketing efforts that you're doing are actually working and where people are finding you. And you can kind of start connecting the dots of how people are first learning about you. And then, um, you know, you'll have more information about what you maybe want to continue doing in your marketing. So it's really valuable. And then further on, like later on in your business, uh, you can actually dig into Google Analytics. And there you can find things like your original uh, referrer, or your sources, and that'll tell you like definitively where people are finding you um, outside of your website. So, you know, maybe you have some of your content on another website, it'll show that. So, you know, that's a little bit more advanced, but if you really want to look at that, once you have a website, you probably want to connect Google Analytics to it so that you can find out that information and then really make informed decisions about what content you want to continue uh, creating. And then, you know, I'll wrap up with this. So understanding your customer journey can be a little bit complicated. Sometimes it's hard to find the data. Uh, Sometimes um, now it's gotten even more complicated with different like privacy laws. Uh, You may not always be able to find uh, all the information you want on certain marketing tactics that you're doing but you just do your best job. You know, you start looking at where people are uh, finding you and it doesn't necessarily have to be a client. It could be just somebody who's in the earlier stages who hasn't decided to work with you, but you're still collecting that information. And then you start kind of putting together a picture of where people are finding you, what content is working the best for you and what you should continue doing in terms of what is actually getting you the most results. And, you know, um, you can do that through the things I mentioned. You can do that through, um, on your social profiles. If you have a business profile, you typically can see some kind of insights. Um, so you can see what content is being, uh, most read, most liked, most engaged with, and you start kind of building hypothesis from there. So you have to Take a look at your marketing from kind of that analytical perspective. But if you do that and you take the time to do that, then you can actually um, start working a little bit smarter instead of harder, as people say, and really focus your efforts on the content that actually works for you versus just creating content for creating content's sake. So I think that's why it's important to understand your customer journey, understand, you know, how people are finding you, how much content they have to consume uh, before they decide to become your customer. It can be different based on uh, what you do, how um, expensive your offering is, for example. That may mean that it takes longer for people to decide. 
um, how good your content is, obviously. So just looking at those things and understanding them over time will help you to um, just be a little bit more efficient in terms of what you create, the topics you talk about even, and uh, how you market your business. And another thing that's really cool about the client I just signed is that her journey, at least the part that I'm aware of, only took a week. Um, I got a notification uh, that somebody uh, filled out a form on my website to book a call with me. And uh, within a few days, she was my client. We had one call that was about 30 minutes long. Um, and I know that she also uh, talked to some other people as well. Uh, but the content that I have created over time uh, is clearly serving me <laughs> because this decision could have taken much longer. Um, but I have enough content out there that not only did she find my website, uh, which speaks to all of the content that I've created in the past, um, but she landed on my site and saw enough information that it was relevant enough to her and um, spoke to her uh, strongly enough that she decided to book a call with me. And then whatever I said on that call also aligned uh, with the content I created. And now we're working together. So um, that's the power of understanding your customer journey, of working towards um, having a shorter customer journey because you've created good content, you've um, put things out there to help people find your site in the first place uh, through, through content, uh, what's known as inbound marketing. And uh, you've consistently nurtured that by creating more content to help people find you. So while it is more of what's called a long game, um, you know, it's worth it, in my opinion, because uh, creating content is pretty much free. I mean, it takes your time and energy. Um, so there may be some kind of cost associated to that, uh, but you're not paying for ads. You're not, um, putting yourself on like a paid directory of, in my case, coaches, which is something I used to do. I don't do that anymore because I know that the power of my content, I know that I don't really need that. And I know that when somebody is searching, uh, for a specific topic related to what I do, that they're already searching for somebody to work with. And it's more about them understanding and learning about me and, and realizing that I am the right fit to work with them. And of course, there will be people who read your content and decide that, no, you're not the right fit. But that's kind of the point of your content is to weed out those people and to help the people who want to work with you find you and come to your website and look through your content there and then decide to, you know, book a call with you or work with you. Um, so it kind of does the work of uh, qualifying people for you a little bit. Um, and when somebody gets on a consult call with you, uh, or some people call it a discovery call or whatever you want to call it, um, they're already pretty sold on wanting to work with you, or at least they're interested. Uh, because they've consumed some content already and they've already gone on a bit of a customer journey based on whatever you've created out there and they already know you a little bit 
um, because you've shared your personality a little bit. Maybe they've watched some of your videos or they've heard your voice on a podcast. So it makes that whole sales process way easier. So spend your time creating really good content um, so that people can understand that you can help them and uh, want to work with you. And I think it's totally um, a good use of your time. And another thing that you should be aware of in your customer journey, especially as you start to grow your business and you're a little bit further along, is that you can actually control this a little bit. Um, You don't have to just rely on uh, the content that you've created, for example, your social posts, your blog posts, um, things that are out there on the web. Um, you can basically start crafting a customer journey that you want people to follow. So what I mean by this is if somebody finds you, uh, let's say an example on Instagram, you uh, can basically create content and then have a call to action at the end of a piece of content that tells them to, for example, click on a link in your bio. And once they click on that link, there um, could be something there that they can download or, you know, um, there's multiple options of things of basically uh, starting points of journeys that you can take people on. So you want to be aware of that when you're creating content so that you can start kind of building a customer journey that you want people to go through before they talk to you. So it kind of does that pre-qualifying again, and it helps um, teach people and educate them about your services, about who you are, about who you help. And so that, when you're further along in your business, is really good to do because um, it takes a little bit of effort in terms of creating what content you want them to see and, you know, maybe the tech side of things, but it also automates a lot of your client acquisition. And uh, so I'll just give you an example so that you can kind of understand what I'm talking about. So I created this quiz um, that is basically um, helping people figure out their marketing superpower or basically their marketing personality. And when people uh, answer a few questions uh, after they've seen this quiz, um, I then send them a follow-up email that has their results. And uh, they can see their results like immediately, but I also send them a follow-up email. There's a video there that explains um, some of their next steps on how they should use their results. So that starts building that no like and trust factor, and that starts building my credibility too. And then um, they receive a few more emails from me. Obviously, they have had to have opted in to these emails, Um, but that starts basically nurturing them and they're now in a funnel. And um, you could do something like this in your business where you do like a series of emails or um, a video series, or there's a lot of different ways to do this, but basically you start bringing people into 
your uh, world and into your customer journey. And if they go through that nurture uh, without unsubscribing and they start engaging with your content, then they learn more about you. And then it's an automated thing that just happens, that runs. Um, So you don't have to worry about it very much. You can just check in on it every once in a while. And that starts uh, basically increasing um, the likelihood of them becoming your client because if you don't if you aren't mindful of your customer journey and of how people find you how they research you and how they learn more about you um, then you could lose an opportunity because they may download something that you create but then there's no follow-up so they don't learn more about you and probably the journey ends there but if you take the time to Uh, put together some content that is specific to the person who is interested in what you do and just wants to learn a little bit more, then you're more likely to turn them into a client one day. And it's good to start thinking about that. And then one thing I'll mention is the journey doesn't stop when somebody becomes a client. Um, There are things you should have in place Uh, So that once somebody signs on with you, that excitement of becoming your client continues. So for example, do you have a welcome email that you send your clients? Or um, is there a video that you could shoot that would explain your program or your package to them so that there's a little bit of a personalized touch? And then throughout your work, you know, obviously there's probably a one-on-one connection that you have with your clients. So you don't have to do too much there. But when somebody finishes working with you, are you asking them for a testimonial? Are you asking them for feedback? Are you asking them for a referral? So these are all things you should probably think about. And those are like the end pieces of your customer journey so that you can continue getting new clients. So there's obviously a lot uh, to cover in that. So I won't go into detail on that, but this is why knowing how, first of all, your customer journey starts um, can help you kind of move people along more quickly to becoming your client. And then uh, at the later stages of being your client, uh, help you find even new clients and even more of them. So it's a really important part to think about in your business um, to make sure that each step of your customer journey is optimized uh, for you for to get you better results, to get your clients better results, and to keep them happy and coming back to you. So I hope this was helpful for you. There's a lot uh, to talk about when it comes to your customer journey and understanding it. Um, I actually took some of these concepts from a training I did uh, for my Launch With Ease program. And uh, if you want to learn more about that, you can come check out my website, agathabrewer.com forward slash launch with ease. But I'll give you a little bit of a summary uh, of the program If uh, you've been listening today and you know that you are ready to work with a business coach and you want my support in helping you uh, launch or grow your business. So this program is meant for the entrepreneur, the service-based business owner who wants to uh, build a strong foundation for her business. The woman who 
knows that it's important to build a both marketing and strategic foundation, but also wants to work on her mindset so that everything that she does in her business is coming from a place of confidence, is coming from a place of certainty. So in this program, you get full access to me for three months. And I only work with a couple women at a time so that I can give you my full attention. And we start off with a 90-minute vision call where I help you come up with the vision you want for your business and what you want to work on over the next three to six months, um, up to a year, so that you know exactly what you're building towards. And then uh, you get access to my online program called Launch With Ease that has a lot of different resources uh, for you to help you build those strong foundations. So everything from um, a marketing plan template uh, to guidance on picking the marketing strategies that are going to work the best for you based on your personality and your strengths, because that is something I very much believe in. You want to be doing things that you actually enjoy so that you show up every day uh, and when you do that, then you can start uh, attracting clients to you if you're consistent. And consistency takes effort and determination, but it also, you want to enjoy what you're doing and you want to enjoy the marketing strategies that you choose. So I help guide you in picking the right ones for you so that you can really focus your efforts and so that you're not overwhelmed by doing too many things. Um, and in the program, you come to me every two weeks. Uh, we have an hour-long call where I work with you on whatever issues are coming up in your business. So maybe you want to focus on your strategy. Maybe you want to focus on your marketing, and that's really apparent for you. Or maybe you want to work on a mindset issue. Maybe there's something that's been holding you back in your business. So whatever it is for you, you come to me with one thing that you want to work on, and we go deep. And that's why this is a one-on-one -on -one program, because I really believe in the power and the transformation of coaching. And uh, that happens on a one-on-one -on -one level. So if this sounds like something you're interested in and you want to learn more, um, go, just go check out that page. I'll put it in the show notes as well. Uh, but the point of this program is to help you get clarity that you need as a new business owner to um, help you understand your marketing and who you're going after and who your audience is and how to talk to them so that you can start attracting those clients and also so that you build your confidence because it's not easy being an entrepreneur and I want to help support you along that journey and get you as confident as possible so that you can actually go out there and implement your marketing and implement your strategy instead of staying, you know, behind the scenes in your business, like I like to say. So uh, go check out that program. And it's something that I'm truly passionate about. Uh, helping new entrepreneurs. Uh, as you can see, I, I have a whole podcast on it. Um, but, you know, as a solopreneur, you are your business. You've got to be the strongest part of your business. And I want to help you on this entrepreneurial journey that you're on. So uh, just let me know if you have any questions.
Thank you for listening to The Intentional Solopreneur. I hope you're getting some good information and some inspiration to help you grow your business. If you like what you've heard and you want the support of a business coach, come on over to agathabrewer.com and schedule a free consultation with me. In this call, we'll talk about your goals for your business and see if it makes sense for us to work together. My one-on-one coaching program is specifically built to help new entrepreneurs like you launch and grow a successful business. This program will help you get clarity on what you want to build, create a strategic plan of action, and identify and release any mindset blocks that are standing in your way. Because building a business shouldn't be so hard. And with my support, you'll reach your goals way faster than if you try to do it all alone. So I invite you to give yourself the gift of personalized support so you can build your dream business that allows you to live the life you want and make a bigger impact on the world.